Today is Wednesday, September 21st, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Today's episode is brought to you by Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a free-to-download mobile puzzle game with thousands of exciting levels for new adventures and challenges every time you play. We're starting with two Mar-a-Lago-related updates today, the first featuring the special master of Trump's dreams and legal complaints, Raymond Deary. Yesterday, Judge Deary held his first hearing with the goal to determine the procedure for quickly reviewing the 11,000 documents. Hopefully, he's taken a speed reading class so that he can decide whether they were covered by executive privilege or if a classified document had been legitimately declassified. During the hearing to stop the DOJ's review of documents until they could figure out what was going on, Deary asked Trump's lawyers for evidence that he had declassified some of the documents as he had claimed to. They would not provide any evidence, to which Deary responded, you can't have your cake and eat it too, marking possibly the first time in history that statement has been true of Donald Trump. This is notable, again, given that Deary was one of Trump's chosen special masters. He must be new here. Or maybe Trump will finally realize that, like most Americans, Ronald Reagan actually did nothing to help him. Another important point is that Judge Cannon, who granted Trump's request for the special master and chose Deary for the role, amended the provisions of his role to state that she could replace him for any reason. This is unconventional, and usually a special master would be replaced for causing unnecessary delays. So this could turn out to be the revival we never wanted. The Apprentice Special Masters, hosted by Judge Luce Cannon. Meanwhile, the DOJ has appealed two parts of Judge Cannon's decision. First, that the FBI and DOJ cannot use the classified documents as part of their criminal investigation while the special master is reviewing them, which could be until November 30th. And second, the question of whether the special master should be able to review the classified documents at all. Separately, Republican attorneys general in 11 states, including Florida, Texas, and Utah, filed court papers supporting Trump's position, claiming that they had been frequent litigants against the Biden administration. This is also extremely unconventional. All sounds very legal and very cool. There's also some new reporting on the year-long period before the FBI sought a search warrant to seize the documents at Mar-a-Lago. Former White House lawyer Eric Hirschman, who defended Trump at the first impeachment, TBT, reportedly warned Trump in late 2021 that he faced legal liability if he didn't return the documents that the National Archives had asked for. Then the next month, in January 2022, Trump turned over the initial batch of 15 boxes to the National Archives, which contained 184 classified documents. But clearly, that was not all that he had. I'm no L. Woods, but this sounds like a classic case of consciousness of guilt and purposeful obstruction. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's Martha's Vineyard revenge plan is entering its find-out stage with both a lawsuit and an investigation, and possibly more to come. The 50 Venezuelan asylum seekers who were lured onto the flight by DeSantis have filed a class action lawsuit against him and other Florida officials in federal court. The lawsuit accuses DeSantis of engaging in a premeditated, fraudulent, and illegal scheme, and alleged that migrants near shelters in Texas were targeted by people offering fake humanitarian assistance, including $10 McDonald's certificates. Unfortunately, even if this results in any charges, DeSantis can just conveniently remove any record of it from the schools and libraries. But the fun doesn't end there. 
yesterday, Sheriff Javier Salazar of Bexar County, Texas, who is an elected Democrat, for context, announced that his office will be investigating the abuse of human rights without citing specific laws that may have been broken. There are also numerous calls for the DOJ to investigate DeSantis's $615,000 stunt to fly asylum seekers cross-country under false pretenses to and from states he wasn't even elected in. Someone's clearly been reading the Lindsey Graham Doctrine. In a similar story, White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre warned yesterday that the administration was coordinating closely with officials in Delaware to prepare for the possible arrival of a plane from Texas that would be carrying migrants after they received word of incoming flights. Delaware Governor John Carney said the state had been preparing ahead of the possible flight to make sure that individuals had the support they needed and that they could pursue their asylum claims in an orderly manner. However, when the plane actually arrived from Texas, it was empty. Ron DeSantis hasn't yet confirmed his involvement in the latest scheme, perhaps because of these investigations and lawsuits coming his way, though this particular flight followed a tweet from Ted Cruz last week that Rehoboth Beach would be next. Don't let any trafficking charges hit you on your way to giving asylum seekers better lives among people who actually consider them human. After leaving the entire island of Puerto Rico without power on the fifth anniversary of Hurricane Maria, Hurricane Fiona has hit Turks and Caicos as a Category 3 storm and is expected to strengthen into a Category 4 storm before hitting Bermuda on Friday. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said yesterday that he will push for the federal government to cover 100% of disaster response costs instead of the usual 75%. Hopefully Puerto Rico won't get the same treatment as same-sex marriage and the congressional stock ban. And finally for today, four regions in Ukraine announced plans to start voting this week to become part of Russia, although the Ukrainian foreign minister referred to it as a sham. The regions of Luhansk, Kherson, and the partly Russian-controlled Zaporizhia and Donetsk will start these Kremlin-endorsed elections on Friday, after Russia's foreign ministry claimed that these votes would make their redrawn borders irreversible and enable Moscow to use any means to defend them. The UN General Assembly happened to be in New York yesterday, so most of the world leaders were in one place when they said that they would never recognize those border changes that resulted from sham elections. Maybe try again when they're not all in one room to talk shit about you, Vlad. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements, and thanks again to our partner, Best Fiends. Once you download Best Fiends, you can play anywhere, even without an internet connection, which is great if you're stuck without Wi-Fi. Go to the App Store or Google Play to download Best Fiends for free. Spelled like friends without the R, Best Fiends. And one more quick thing before I go, if you're into this show, I am so excited to announce that we just launched our brand new subscription feature. It's called Extra Extra, and that is where I will be deep diving into topics that are either too complex or underreported to be covered here. There will be two new longer episodes every month for $4.99, around a half hour, and you will also get access to our private Geneva channel to talk about these scandalous and unique stories with people who are just as interested in them as you are. You can find Extra Extra on Apple Podcasts or Spotify in the morning announcements feed, and right now you can sign up for a free trial to try it out. I am so excited to hear your feedback and what you want me to investigate next. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.